Maisris Perik Dalid Mishnehe four five. More about eating different kinds of produce, um, taking away before Marmalacha and potentially creating a mini batch and creating a mini Marmalacha requiring tithing. Uh, so the Mishnah starts out by talking about Saorim, which is barley. So we're specifically talking about barley at a distance away from the threshing floor. At the threshing floor, eating raw barley is a non-starter. Of course, it's a chilas arai. But what if you take some barley away from the threshing floor and you sort of are going to consume it off-site? So at what point might that constitute a formal eating? So the mission says, Mikalef Saorim, if you start peeling, like taking off the klipa, the husk, off the barley, um, and then eating it, Mikalef Achas, Achas V'Ochel, if you do one at a time, uh, either the pshat is... Um, one kernel at a time, or it's fair to understand it being one whole ear of barley corns at a time, and you eat them. So that's going to be considered to be a chilas arai. You're not gathering up some mini batch or something like that. Imkilef v'nasna sochiado. But if you start peeling the barley kernels and then amassing a like a pile of them in your hand, that pile in your hand is sort of like a mini batch that's had its gemar and that being the case, that mini batch will be chayev. In tithing, um, yep. The next case talks about wheat. The way the Bartoner learns it, the pshat here is hamolel malilos shelchitim. The word molel is like to like kind of roll together in your hand. So if you've ever taken like ripe wheat and kind of rolled it together, you'll know what I mean. If you haven't, it's hard to explain. Um, you're basically the chaff is it's hard, so the chaff is loosened as you kind of grind it around your hand gently. All the bits of chaff are loosened, and you basically have um the little wheat berries, let's call them. Um, they're dry and uncooked, but but they're wheat berries um, that kind of get separated but mixed in with the the husks. It kind of, you can think of it maybe if you've never seen it as imagine how, you know, um, like peanuts maybe. Peanuts have that soft husk around, that kind of reddish husk, you know, reddish peel. And you can oftentimes have like the peanuts mixed in with them. Um, so if you have that situation where you took a, an ear of Wheat, according to Bartonor, it's been it's toasted wheat. Malilos is toasted, so you take toasted wheat and then you like roll it up together in your hand. So you now have a mixture of the edible kernels along with um, bits of chaff. So that being the case, the Mishnah says Hamolel, one who grinds in his hands gently Malilos um, ears of um, toasted corn. To- excuse me, toasted wheat, Shalchitim of wheat. Menapa miyad liyad, you can sift it from hand to hand. Meaning, if you kind of throw the kernels from one hand to the other, what will happen is it's kind of like a winnowing process. Menapa is to sift, but here it's kind of like you're winnowing because you're you're going to let the chaff kind of blow away and the little you know the husks fall away into the ground, and the heavier kernels will be separated as they thrown back and forth in your hands. V'ochel, you can eat that, and that's considered to be achilas arai. Um, but if you nipa if you separate the kernels from the chaff, the little, the, the, yeah, and you put a pile of those in your chik, like in your lap, like in the folds of your clothing, then you have a little mini pile, and this wheat you're planning on eating as is, as a collected mini pile, so again, you have a mini harvest, and that would then be chayev in the tithes uh, prior to consumption. Now, there's a problem with the Bartonor's Peshat, which is, he's learning from the Rambam, um, that if you toast the wheat, it's hard to understand why that wouldn't automatically be considered to be ore fire that establishes the requirements to tithe. And that being the case, um, it's hard to understand why any toasted wheat already wouldn't be chayev um, in all events for tithing. 
Therefore, a, a different pshat, a maybe more simple pshat, is that molam um, says is the same, basically the same thing as being mikalef. You peel the soorim, you peel the husks off the barley, and you're molel, you grind, like you um, mush together in your hands the uh, the bits of wheat that go round and round, and that being the case, um, it's a chilas rye without cooking. And that, that's why you could eat it to eat them, you know, one at a time without, or you know, without making a separate pile in your lap. Next, we have um, kuzbar. So kuzbar is the plant which produces two separate things. It produces the seeds called coriander seeds, and that's the primary normal usage and normal reason why people plant the kuzbar plant in the time of the Mishnah. But the leaves are called are called um, cilantro, the cilantro we eat. So in the time of Chazal, they weren't that into eating the green leafy stuff. So that being the case, under normal circumstances, if one plants a kuzbar plant, he's intending to get the coriander seeds, and he could care less about the leaves. And that being the case, the leaves are not the, a pre, and that being the case, the leaves will be exempt from tithing requirements. However, if it's kuzbar, it's the coriander slash cilantro plant, shazara lazera, that you planted it for the sake of the coriander seeds, then yarka, the green part, meaning the cilantro, is pater, is exempt from tithing altogether. But zarli yark, if you planted it intending dafka that you're going to eat this as cilantro, so then, mis astra zera v'yark, then one must tithe it before he eats even the cilantro, and it goes without saying, but the Mishnah said it, also the seeds, the coriander seeds, because that's the primary uh, produce of the coriander plant. So the point here is that there's no way of getting around the requirement to tithe the seeds, the coriander seeds, because that's normal, but the requirement to tie the cilantro leaves only is there in the event that you planted it, dafka, for cilantro. Rabbi Lezer Omer, hasheves, the dill plant, um, it's kind of similar. It's misastras zera v'yark v'zirin. Um, all the different edible parts of the dill plant are require, require tithing. That's Rabbi Lezer's shita, meaning the zera, that's the dill seeds, like you see in the pickle jar. Yarek, yarek is the dill weed that's used, you know, also in pickles and soup and so on. And zirin, uh, some kind of like shoots that, you know, or stems on which the stuff grows. So he says those are all normal things that you eat um, and plant dill for. And that being the case, when you plant the dill plant automatically, all these parts need to be tithed um, for consumption. The cham disagree, the cham omrim, enum asera zera v'yarek, elaha shechalim, so shechalalim, and the vahagargir. The chachamim hold no. Normally when you plant plants, you're going for the seeds, and um, you can do care less about the the green leafy stuff. That's, that was the case in the mission anyways. And um, they hold that all plants that have edible seeds, you want the seeds, and the green stuff doesn't need to be tithed, um, unless you specifically intended to... Um, consume the green stuff, like our previous case regarding cilantro. The two exceptions, and only two exceptions, don't include dill. In other words, they're disagreeing with Rebelezer. They hold dill. Um, the green stuff does not need to be tied. It's dill seeds, not dill weed. That's the primary pre under normal circumstances. With two exceptions. These two exceptions, um, uh, shichalayim, um, which seems to be, very, um, I don't know, whatever it is, um, some kind of green leafy thing. Um, and the gargir, which um, seems like a, it's a rugula. So our school, I think, translates it as, as a rocket, the shechalayim, and the gargir, I don't know if that's a rugula, whatever it is, these two, um, like greens, 
you automatically will intend to eat the greens also because they're that yummy. And that being the case, both the greens and the seeds are automatically um, subject to the requirements of tithes regarding, regardless of your um, your stam kavana, you know, when you planted them. Every other kind of plant, you're intending for the seeds, and the leaves are exempt from tithing unless you, Dafka, have the leaves in mind also when you plant them.